0: This is First News on news Radio 1290, WNBF Mingleton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290,
1: WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, January 31st. You're listening to WNBF. On Monday, Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar announced an increase in visitation hours at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. In a press release, Sheriff Akshar announced that visitation hours had been doubled from 15 hours per week to 30 hours per week, effective immediately. The Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility will have visitation hours on Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Additionally, visitors will no longer be required to make an appointment for visitation, so visitors will now have more flexibility in going to see loved ones at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. Sheriff Akshar stated, One of the issues I heard repeatedly from community members before I became Broome County Sheriff was the lack of access for families to visit their loved ones who found themselves incarcerated. Our entire team at the Broome County Sheriff's Office is committed to reducing recidivism through the responsible reentry and expanded visitation, is just the first of many changes we're making to help better ensure that incarcerated individuals have the services and support they need on the inside to help better prepare them to reenter society and not reoffend on the outside. The press release also indicated that Sheriff Akshar intends to further expand visitation, as well as expanding programs and services to help incarcerated individuals best prepare to reenter the outside world. A long-standing Endicott restaurant closed its doors for the last time on Sunday, January 29th. For 52 years, Nina and Jerry Drossos owned and operated the Acropolis restaurant, which was located on Washington Avenue in Endicott, but the pair decided that the time had come to retire. The Acropolis restaurant operated in the space that once housed Louise's Drugstore. The closing of the Acropolis restaurant comes on the heels of a handful of other southern-tier food-related closings and restructurings. On January 15th, McDonald's abruptly closed its location on East Main Street in Endwell. The closed McDonald's was located directly across the street from a Burger King, and an employee told Townsquare Media that since McDonald's closed, Burger King has seen an uptick in business. On Monday, January 16th, Lupo's S&S Char Pit on West State Street in Binghamton closed its doors with no advance notice in early January, with co-owner Steve Lupo telling Townsquare Media that he and his brother were contemplating whether or not to focus all of their attention on their meat processing business, which is located in Endicott. On January 20th, Curry's of India on Court Street in Binghamton closed its doors after operating for almost 35 years, indicating that the reason was related to retirement. And finally, Badalini Bakery at 111 Oak Hill Avenue announced on Friday, January 27th, that it had stopped all walk-up service at its shop, but will continue to supply to local grocery stores. The walk-up service has been halted due to a struggle in finding people to work. In Broome County court, Dylan Thomas, age 31, of Binghamton, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted assault in the second degree. Thomas admitted that on January 13th, he injured a 39-year-old female by cutting her hand with a knife during a domestic incident at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson. Thomas has a prior felony conviction in 2016 for attempted burglary in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said the Broome County DA's Office Special Victims Bureau continues to fight for victims of domestic violence. Many cases continue to go unreported. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, help is available. Contact your local police, the District Attorney's Office, or the Crime Victims Assistance Center. Multiple news reports say Manhattan Manhattan prosecutors have convened a new grand jury to hear evidence in a probe of payments made to keep two women quiet about alleged affairs with former President Donald Trump. The reports cite unnamed sources familiar with the proceedings. A spokesperson for Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg declined to comment Monday. In a post to his Truth Social platform, Trump blasted Bragg as the radical left Manhattan DA and said the new grand jury was a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Trump has denied having affairs with either woman. President Joe Biden has informed Congress that he will end the twin national emergencies for addressing COVID-19 on May 11th as most of the world has returned closer to normalcy nearly three years after they were first declared. The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations will formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic threat to public health that can be managed through agencies' normal authorities. It comes as lawmakers have already ended elements of the emergencies that kept millions of Americans insured during the pandemic. Memphis police say two more officers involved in the arrest, beating and death of Tyree Nichols have been disciplined. Five Memphis officers had already been fired and charged in the January 7th arrest of Nichols, who was black. Police said Monday that Officer Preston Hemphill was relieved of duty shortly after Nichols' January 7th arrest. The department said later that another officer has been relieved of duty. In total, seven officers have been disciplined for the arrest of Nichols, who died on January 10th. Also Monday, two Memphis Fire Department emergency medical workers and a lieutenant were fired in connection with the case. President Joe Biden, a daily rail commuter during his years in the Senate, has visited an aging Baltimore tunnel that's slated to be replaced with help from the bipartisan infrastructure legislation he signed in 2021. The Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel Project would eliminate a bottleneck that delays commuters and travelers up and down the East Coast. It's estimated to cost $4 billion and take a decade to finish. It's the first of two rail-related stops this week for Biden, who will visit New York on Tuesday, where another new tunnel is planned, this one under the Hudson River. And two monkeys were missing Monday from the Dallas Zoo in the latest in a string of suspicious incidents, including the death of an endangered vulture that police are investigating. Police said they believe someone intentionally cut an opening in an enclosure and took two emperor tamarin monkeys. The incident comes after the zoo was closed for a day-long search on January 13th when a clouded leopard named Nova went missing. She was eventually found near her habitat, but police said a cutting tool had been used to cut her enclosure. On January 21st, an endangered vulture named Pin was found dead, and officials say the death did not appear, appear natural. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, today a slight chance of snow showers between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight light a slight chance of light snow between midnight and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow partly sunny with a high near 27, tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees and blustery conditions, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We're still saving the southern tier money at Galt Toyota.
3: It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth.
4: All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese.
3: Followed naturally by an order of wings, and another.
5: Can we get some extra ranch sauce?
3: Then there's the ceremonial nightcap.
5: So what are we doing this weekend?
3: And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... Could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Martin.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station.
1: Good morning on this Tuesday, January 31st. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning, and some more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. And if you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know, we'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 21 degrees outside, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 8 degrees. Today, a slight chance of light snow before 8 a.m., and a slight chance of snow showers between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight, slight chance of light snow between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees, 50% chance of snow. 614, you're listening to WMBF.
6: 617
1: on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving had 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets to a 121-104 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers, who played without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Irving had scored 30 or more in a career-best 6 straight games, but didn't have to carry as heavy a load with some good play from Brooklyn's backup guards. Patty Mills and Cam Thomas added 21 points apiece for the Nets, who won their second straight and are 4-6 since Kevin Durant sprained a ligament in his right knee. Lakers coach Darvin Hamm said James was experiencing really significant soreness in his left foot and won't get a break. Lakers back in action tonight at 7.30 when they visit the New York Knicks. The Knicks 27-24 and 24 overall this year, the Lakers 23-28. and 28. And LeBron James is still experiencing that really significant soreness in his left foot and he's going to be evaluated today to see if he can play against the Knicks. James is missing the Lakers game against Brooklyn last night. Ham said the All-Star forward will be checked first thing today to see if the injury has improved. Played 44 minutes Saturday night in Boston in a game that went to overtime. The referees later acknowledged missing a foul on his drive to the basket at the end of regulation. And then the Lakers announced on Sunday that James and Davis would be out Monday, potentially out today as well, against the New York Knicks. The New York Islanders have acquired center Bo Horvat in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. The Islanders sent forward Anthony Beauvillier, prospect Atu Raddy, and a conditional first-round pick in the 2023 draft. Horvat is a pending free agent and was one of the top rentals available ahead of the March 3rd trade deadline. The 27-year-old former Canucks captain could give the Islanders the scoring boost they've needed. Horvat has already tied his career high with 31 goals this season and has 23 assists in 49 games. Former big leaguer Brad Wilkerson has been hired as the New York Yankees' assistant hitting coach. He replaces Hensley Mullins, who left to become Colorado's hitting coach. Wilkerson and Casey Dykes will be assistant to Yankees hitting coach Dylan Lawson. Wilkerson spent three seasons as assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for Jacksonville. He hit 247 with 122 homers and 399 RBIs in eight seasons for Montreal and Washington, Texas, Seattle, and Toronto. Wilkerson won a gold medal with the 2000 U.S. Olympic baseball team and finished second to Colorado right-hander Jason Jennings in the 2002 NL Rookie of the Year voting. Some other sports news, the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs prevailed on championship weekend to reach Super Bowl 57, but the NFL didn't exactly have a stellar weekend as infuriating flags and non calls dominated both the NFC and AFC title games. The NFC Championship was a blowout because the San Francisco 49ers lost all their quarterbacks. An emergency third quarterback would have come in handy Sunday, but the league and its players ditched the third quarterback designation more than a decade ago. The AFC title game went down to the wire, but questionable calls including an intentional grounding on Joe Burrow proved crucial. And Speaking of that 49ers game, 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy tore a ligament in his throwing elbow putting his status for the start of next season in question according to a person familiar with the injury Poston spoke on the condition of anonymity because the team hadn't released the details of the injury nfl network first reported that purdy tore the ulnar collateral ligament ucl in his right arm and said he will seek an option on whether he needs repair or reconstruction that would be tommy john surgery for the ucl very popular in pitchers 621 on wmbf Now time for ABC's Wall Street Now.
7: From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks tumbled to start the week. The Dow plunged 261 points. The Nasdaq gave up 228 and the S&P fell 53. Earnings season rolls on with one of the biggest weeks so far. More than 100 companies in the S&P are scheduled to report this week, including Apple, Amazon and Google's parent company Alphabet. They're three of the four biggest companies on Wall Street, according to their market value. Investors are also looking ahead to a couple big announcements this week. The Federal Reserve is meeting, and by the time members adjourn, they could opt to raise interest rates for an eighth time in an effort to slow inflation. The question is how big this increase could be. The other big story this week is jobs. We get three key reads on them, starting with ADP's hiring survey on Wednesday. The payroll processor only measures hiring at private employers, but economists say it could be an indication of what to expect on Friday from the Labor Department. Daria Albinger, ABC News.
8: This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to ENERGY STAR light bulbs or ENERGY STAR appliances, and you can save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at EnergySavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. News Radio
9: 1290
1: WMBF. 624 on WMBF. Now, time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
7: A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
4: You know, for most adults, getting the flu is a bummer but not really necessarily a big deal. That's probably true for most kids as well, but for some kids, it can be a real problem. That's because the flu isn't just a bad cold, and children are at higher risk of serious complications from flu, in large part because their airways are smaller. They're also at risk of developing secondary infections like pneumonia and ear infections, according to experts. And older kids can develop sinusitis. Now on top of all that, it can be hard to get little kids, even more so babies, to drink enough fluids when they're not feeling well and spiking a fever and that can lead to dehydration, which can become another real problem. If you can't keep your child hydrated, if you can't get their fever to come down, or if they're having trouble breathing, it is time to seek professional help. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life.
10: When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better? Or create something new. Our Dell Technologies Advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies Advisor at 877-ASK-DELL.
11: How long does it take? In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits section 8 vouchers or child support to pay for housing if you suspect discrimination call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the new york state office of the attorney general or visit endincomebiasny.com i am
1: at this point proud to say that i am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and i are very happily living. 628 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning, and some more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. And if you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know, we'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 21 degrees outside, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at eight degrees. Today a slight chance of light snow before 8am, then a slight chance of snow showers between 8am and 11am. Mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight, slight chance of light snow between 1am and 4am. Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night chance of snow showers after 2am. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees, a 50% chance of snow. 6.29, you're listening to WMBF.
6: 6.30
1: on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update.
12: ABC Entertainment News. Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Tour appears to be paved with gold bricks. Billboard says it's now the highest grossing tour in history. Over 278 shows, it's grossed $817.9 million, the first tour to break the $800 million mark. The previous highest earner was Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour, earning $776.4 million. Though Sheeran far outsold Elton when it comes to the number of tickets bought. And Elton's not done yet, he still has 51 shows to go on what we're told is his final tour.
9: I can buy my
12: Another bouquet for Miley Cyrus, a second straight week on top of the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart for her new song, Flowers. It's also the first song in two years to have consecutive weeks of 50 million or more streams. Showtime and Paramount Plus officially combining the cable channel to be called Paramount Plus with Showtime. And actress Gary Washington is 46 today. Jason Aithenson, ABC News, Hollywood.
13: Join the- hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke.
2: When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council
0: news breaks first. News Radio 1290
1: WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, January 31st. You're listening to WNBF. On Monday, Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar announced an increase in visitation hours at the Broom County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. In a press release, Sheriff Akshar announced that visitation hours had been doubled from 15 hours per week to 30 hours per week, effective immediately. The Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility will have visitation hours on Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Additionally, visitors will no longer be required to make an appointment for visitation, so visitors will now have more flexibility in going to see loved ones at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. Sheriff Akshar stated, One of the issues I heard repeatedly from community members before I became Broome County Sheriff was the lack of access for families to visit their loved ones who found themselves incarcerated. Our entire team at the Broome County Sheriff's Office is committed to reducing recidivism through the responsible reentry and expanded visitation is just the first of many changes we're making to help better ensure that incarcerated individuals have the services and support they need on the inside to help better prepare them to reenter society and not reoffend on the outside. The press release also indicated that Sheriff Akshar intends to further expand visitation as well as expanding programs and services to help incarcerated individuals best prepare to re-enter the outside world. A long-standing Endicott restaurant closed its doors for the last time on Sunday, January 29th. For 52 years, Nina and Jerry Drossos owned and operated the Acropolis restaurant, which was located on Washington Avenue in Endicott, but the pair decided that the time had come to retire. The Acropolis restaurant operated in the space that once housed Louise's Drugstore. The closing of the Acropolis restaurant comes on the heels of a handful of other southern-tier food-related closings and restructurings. On January 15th, McDonald's abruptly closed its location on East Main Street in Endwell. The closed McDonald's was located directly across the street from a Burger King, and an employee told Townsquare Media that since McDonald's closed, Burger King has seen an uptick in business. On Monday, January 16th, Lupo's s Char Pit on West State Street in Binghamton closed its doors with no advance notice in early January, with co-owner Steve Lupo telling Townsquare Media that he and his brother were contemplating whether or not to focus all of their attention on their meat processing business, which is located in Endicott. On January 20th, Curry's of India on Court Street in Binghamton closed its doors after operating for almost 35 years, indicating that the reason was related to retirement. And finally, Badalini Bakery at 111 Oak Hill Avenue announced on Friday, January 27, that it had stopped all walk-up service at its shop, but will continue to supply to local grocery stores. The walk-up service has been halted due to a struggle in finding people to work. In Broome County Court, Dylan Thomas, age 31, of Binghamton, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted assault in the second degree. Thomas admitted that on January 13th, he injured a 39-year-old female by cutting her hand with a knife during a domestic incident at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson. Thomas has a prior felony conviction in 2016 for attempted burglary in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said the Broome County DA's Office Special Victims Bureau continues to fight for victims of domestic violence. Many cases continue to go unreported. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, help is available, contact your local police, the district attorney's office, or the Crime Victims Assistance Center. Multiple news reports say Manhattan Manhattan prosecutors have convened a new grand jury to hear evidence in a probe of payments made to keep two women quiet about alleged affairs with former President Donald Trump. The reports cite unnamed sources familiar with the proceedings. A spokesperson for Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg declined to comment Monday. In a post to his Truth Social platform, Trump blasted Bragg as the radical left Manhattan DA and said the new grand jury was a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Trump has denied having affairs with either woman. President Joe Biden has informed Congress that he will end the twin national emergencies for addressing COVID-19 on May 11th, as most of the world has returned closer to normalcy nearly three years after they were first declared. The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations will formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic threat to public health that can be managed through agencies' normal authorities. It comes as lawmakers have already ended elements of their emergencies that kept millions of Americans insured during the pandemic. Memphis police say two more officers involved in the arrest, beating, and death of Tyree Nichols have been disciplined. Five Memphis officers had already been fired and charged in the January 7th arrest of Nichols, who was black. Police said Monday that Officer Preston Hemphill was relieved of duty shortly after Nichols' January 7th arrest. The department said later that another officer has been relieved of duty. In total, seven officers have been disciplined for the arrest of Nichols, who died on January 10th. Also Monday, two Memphis Fire Department emergency medical workers and a lieutenant were fired in connection with the case. President Joe Biden, a daily rail commuter during his years in the Senate, has visited an aging Baltimore tunnel. It's slated to be replaced with help from the bipartisan infrastructure legislation he signed in 2021. The Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel Project would eliminate a bottleneck that delays commuters and travelers up and down the East Coast. It's estimated to cost $4 billion and take a decade to finish. It's the first of two rail-related stops this week for Biden, who will visit New York on Tuesday, where another new tunnel is planned, this one under the Hudson River. And two monkeys were missing Monday from the Dallas Zoo in the latest in a string of suspicious incidents, including the death of an endangered vulture that police are investigating. Police said they believe someone intentionally cut an opening in an enclosure and took two Emperor Tamarin monkeys. The incident comes after the zoo was closed for a day-long search on January 13th when a clouded leopard named Nova went missing. She was eventually found near her habitat, but police said a cutting tool had been used to cut her enclosure. On January 21st, an endangered vulture named Pin was found dead, and officials say the death did not appear appear natural. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of snow showers between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of light snow between midnight and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees and blustery conditions. 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF,
14: WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org.
1: 642 on WMBF You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly Some things coming up in the Binghamton area Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March 25th It's going to be here a lot sooner than you think it is Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission It's moving to the arena this year Should be a cool event, so get your tickets before the price goes up and it will the closer we get to the event We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and all for under $170. And the big ticket item this weekend, Binghamton Pond Festival, continuing the third and final weekend at Shenango Valley State Park. Last weekend was the USA Hockey Sanctioned Youth Weekend, so I hope some kids got to go try hockey for free on Saturday. And this weekend, we have the Adult Outdoor 4 versus 4 Tournament. And then some more hockey trivia on Saturday. Trail and snowshoe races on Saturday afternoon. That's going to be interesting. That's, again, I really want to see someone actually run in snowshoes. I'm going to that event for that specific purpose. To see somebody running in snowshoes. I hope it's a 5K. That would be crazy. And then a fireworks show at 6.30. Again, crazy. It's the middle of winter. It's February 4th. Saturday. 6.30 p.m. The sun won't even be out. And we're doing a fireworks show in the middle of winter. So you take a gander what the weather looks like for Saturday. Oh, cool. A low near 12 degrees. A high near 15. Okay, so it's going to be between 12 and 15 degrees all day on Saturday. So, you know, get out there, do the snowshoe race. Go see the fireworks show. In the literally teen degree weather. And it should be fun for everybody involved. I mean, I'm still going to go, obviously. I don't care that it's going to be cold. I'll wear a jacket, a nice heavy jacket and gloves and a hat. I'll prepare. I need to see fireworks. 644. You're listening to WMBF.
12: Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org.
1: 6.47 on WMBF, time for a check on traffic and weather. On I-81 northbound at mile marker 165.2 in Ashley Borough, Luzerne County, we'll have a temporary right lane closure to perform a bridge deck repair on the bridge over State Route 6309. The estimated start time of the lane closures today at 1 p.m. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning and some more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. And if you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know, we'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 21 degrees, some light snow, fog and mist in the area. chill has it at 8 degrees. Today a slight chance of light snow before 8 a.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight, slight chance of light snow between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees, a 50% chance of snow. 649, you're listening to WMBF. I'm Mark. 6.51 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando.
15: Oh, how your new year is going, but for Tesla, 2023 is just plain ugly. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. In 2018, Elon Musk tweeted, I'm considering taking Tesla private. And within 60 seconds, Tesla's stock price shot up by $8 a share. By the end of the day, up $20. Investors sued. Did Musk affect the stock price? The trial grinds on. Meanwhile, Tesla car sales are so bad that the company lowered prices by 20%. Those who recently purchased a Tesla before the price cut are madder than hell. Then this past weekend in Ventura, California, another Tesla erupted in flames on the road for no apparent reason. And finally this, Mercedes-Benz says that they have something called Level 3 self-driving all ready to go, something that Musk has been promising for years. And Mercedes drivers, they get it first. Every day you can get more tech news and what it means to you with my podcast called Kim Commando Today. Are you prepared for the unexpected? It's only a matter of time before your out of warranty vehicle is in the shop costing thousands. If that unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? You can be with a plan through CarShield. When I needed a repair on an older vehicle, CarShield saved me over $4,000. With CarShield, I don't have to worry about what might happen to my car next. After all, your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are an essential part of our lives. That's why CarShield offers protection plans to fit every budget and include 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car eligibility. Call now to save 20% so you'll always be prepared for the unexpected. Call 800-858-2550 or go to carshield.com Kim. That's 800 858 2550 or visit carshield.com slash kim to save 20% today that's carshield.com slash kim This is an important message from the U.S.
10: Department of Health and Human Services. After a storm, many roads may be flooded. Avoid driving through these areas, especially when the water is moving fast. Drownings can result from driving through water. In fact, as little as six inches of water may cause you to lose control of your vehicle. And as little as two feet of water will carry most cars away. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. 6.55
1: on WMBF, time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving had 26 points, seven rebounds, and six assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets to a 121-104 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers, who played without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Irving had scored 30 or more in a career-best six straight games, but didn't have to carry as heavy a load with some good play from Brooklyn's backup guards. Patty Mills and Cam Thomas added 21 points apiece for the Nets, who won their second straight and are four and six since Kevin Durant sprained a ligament in his right knee. Lakers coach Darvin Hamm said James was experiencing really significant soreness in his left foot. And no break for the Lakers, they face off with the Knicks tonight at 7.30 in New York. The Knicks 27 and 24 on the season, the Lakers 23 and 28. And LeBron James still experiencing that really significant soreness in his left foot, he'll be evaluated today to see if he can play against the New York Knicks tonight. He missed the Lakers game against Brooklyn last night. That'll be checked first thing in the morning today. He played 44 minutes Saturday night in Boston in a game that went to overtime. Referees later acknowledged missing a foul on his drive to the basket at the end of regulation. The Lakers then announced Sunday that James and Anthony Davis would be out Monday, potentially out Tuesday as well. The New York Islanders have acquired center Bo Horvat in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. The Islanders sent forward Anthony Beauvillier, prospect Atu Raddy, and a conditional first-round pick in the 2023 draft. Horvat is a pending free agent and was one of the top rentals available ahead of the March 3rd trade deadline. The 27-year-old former Canucks captain could give the Islanders the scoring boost they've needed. Horvat has already tied his career high with 31 goals this season and also has 23 assists in 49 games. And Former big leaguer Brad Wilkerson, has been hired by the new york yankees to be their assistant hitting coach he replaces hensley mullins who left to become colorado's hitting coach wilkerson and casey dykes will be assistants to yankees hitting coach dylan lawson wilkerson spent three seasons as assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for jacksonville he hit 247 with 122 homers and 399 rbis in eight seasons for montreal and washington texas seattle and toronto Wilkerson won a gold medal with the 2000 U.S. Olympic baseball team and finished second to Colorado right-hander Jason Jennings in the 2002 NL Rookie of the Year voting. Some football news. The Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs prevailed on championship weekend to reach Super Bowl 57. But the NFL didn't exactly have a stellar weekend as infuriating flags and non-calls dominated both the NFC and AFC title games. The NFC Championship was a blowout because the San Francisco 49ers lost all their quarterbacks. An emergency third quarterback would have been would have come in handy Sunday, but the league and its players ditched the third quarterback designation more than a decade ago. The AFC title game went down to the wire, but questionable calls including an intentional grounding on Joe Burrow proved crucial. And San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy tore a ligament in his throwing elbow, putting his status for the start of next season in question. I may have to undergo Tommy John surgery to repair his torn UCL. Six fifty nine. You're listening to WMBF.
2: This is News Radio twelve ninety AM. WMBF Binghamton. Now on ninety two point one FM. W two two one EJ Binghamton, a Town Square Media station.
16: News Radio twelve.
1: Closing out hour number one of WMBF's first news with myself James Kelly. I'm gonna be filling in again for Bob Joseph on Binghamton Now in two hours. So if you missed yesterday's show, you want to see what it's like hosting James Kelly's show. We'll see.
0: Hi, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF.
1: Good morning on this Tuesday, January 31st. You're listening to WMBF. On Monday, Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar announced an increase in visitation hours at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. In a press release, Sheriff Akshar announced that visitation hours had been doubled from 15 hours per week to 30 hours per week, effective immediately. The Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility will have visitation hours on Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Additionally, visitors will no longer be required to make an appointment for visitation. So visitors will now have more flexibility in going to see loved ones at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. Sheriff Akshar stated, one of the issues I heard repeatedly from community members before I became Broome County Sheriff was the lack of access for families to visit their loved ones who found themselves incarcerated. Our entire team at the Broome County Sheriff's Office is committed to reducing recidivism through the responsible reentry An expanded visitation is just the first of many changes we're making to help better ensure that incarcerated individuals have the services and support they need on the inside to help better prepare them to re-enter society and not re-offend on the outside. The press release also indicated that Sheriff Akshar intends to further expand visitation as well as expanding programs and services to help incarcerated individuals best prepare to re-enter the outside world. A long-standing Endicott restaurant closed its doors for the last time on Sunday, January 29th, for 52 years, Nina and Jerry Drossos owned and operated the Acropolis Restaurant, which was located on Washington Avenue in Endicott, but the pair decided that the time had come to retire. The Acropolis Restaurant operated in the space that once housed Louise's Store. The closing of the Acropolis Restaurant comes on the heels of a handful of other southern-tier food-related closings and restructurings. On January 15th, McDonald's abruptly closed its location on East Main Street in Endwell. The closed McDonald's was located directly across the street from a Burger King, and an employee told Townsquare Media that since McDonald's closed, Burger King has seen an uptick in business. On Monday, January 16th, Lupo's S Char Pit on West State Street in Binghamton closed its doors with no advance notice in early January, with co-owner Steve Lupo telling Townsquare Media that he and his brother were contemplating whether or not to focus all of their attention on their meat processing business, which is located in Endicott. On January 20th, Curry's of India on Court Street in Binghamton closed its doors after operating for almost 35 years, indicating that the reason was related to retirement. And finally, Badalini Bakery at 111 Oak Hill Avenue announced on Friday, January 27th, that it had stopped all walk-up service at its shop, but will continue to supply to local grocery stores. The walk-up service has been halted due to a struggle in finding people to work. In Broome County Court, Dylan Thomas, age 31 of Binghamton, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted assault in the second degree. Thomas admitted that on January 13th, he injured a 39 year old female by cutting her hand with a knife during a domestic incident at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson. Thomas has a prior felony conviction in 2016 for attempted burglary in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said the Broome County DA's office, Special Victims Bureau, continues to fight for victims of domestic violence. Many cases continue to go unreported. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, help is available. Contact your local police, the District Attorney's Office, or the Crime Victims Assistance Center. Multiple news reports say Manhattan Manhattan prosecutors have convened a new grand jury to hear evidence in a probe of payments made to keep two women quiet about alleged affairs with former President Donald Trump. The reports cite unnamed sources familiar with the proceedings. A spokesperson for Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg declined to comment Monday. In a post to his Truth Social platform, Trump blasted Bragg as the radical left Manhattan DA and said the new grand jury was a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Trump has denied having affairs with either woman. President Joe Biden has informed Congress that he will end the twin national emergencies for addressing COVID-19 on May 11th as most of the world has returned closer to normalcy nearly three years after they were first declared. The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations will formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic threat to public health that can be managed through agencies' normal authorities. It comes as lawmakers have already ended elements of the emergencies that kept millions of Americans insured during the pandemic. Memphis police say two more officers involved in the arrest, beating, and death of Tyree Nichols have been disciplined. Five Memphis officers had already been fired and charged in the January 7th arrest of Nichols, who was black. Police said Monday that Officer Preston Hemphill was relieved of duty shortly after Nichols' January 7th arrest. The department said later that another officer has been relieved of duty. In total, seven officers have been disciplined for the arrest of Nichols, who died on January 10th. Also Monday, two Memphis Fire Department emergency medical workers and a lieutenant were fired in connection with the case. President Joe Biden, a daily rail commuter during his years in the Senate, has visited an aging Baltimore tunnel that's slated to be replaced with help from the bipartisan infrastructure legislation he signed in 2021. The Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel Project would eliminate a bottleneck that delays commuters and travelers up and down the East Coast. It's estimated to cost $4 billion and take a decade to finish. That's the first of two rail-related stops this week for Biden, who will visit New York on Tuesday, where another new tunnel is planned, this one under the Hudson River. And two monkeys were missing Monday from the Dallas Zoo in the latest in a string of suspicious incidents, including the death of an endangered vulture that police are investigating, Police said they believe someone intentionally cut an opening in an enclosure and took two emperor tamarind monkeys. The incident comes after the zoo was closed for a day-long search on January 13th when a clouded leopard named Nova went missing. She was eventually found near her habitat, but police said a cutting tool had been used to cut her enclosure. On January 21st, an endangered vulture named Pin was found dead, and officials say the death did not appear, appear natural. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, today a slight chance of snow showers between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight a slight chance of light snow between midnight and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow partly sunny with a high near 27, tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees and blustery conditions, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station.
17: Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Stock News Radio 1290
16: WMBF 713
1: on WMBF. You're listening to Hour Number Two of First News with myself James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. On I-81 Northbound at mile marker 165.2 in Ashley Borough, Luzerne County. We'll have a temporary right lane closure to perform a bridge deck repair on the bridge over State Route 6309. The estimated start time of the lane closure is today at 1 p.m. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning and some more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. And if you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 20 degrees, some light snow outside. Windchill has it at 7 degrees. Today a chance of snow showers before 9am, then a chance of flurries after 9am. Mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight slight chance of light snow after 1am. Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees, a 50% chance of snow. It's 7.14. You're listening to WMBF.
8: All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on 1 million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family. For future generations. For all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million- Join
11: Mark- My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars.
4: My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college.
11: My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke too. Now she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap, do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested
4: for safety, protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit
18: ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Join the-
6: 717
1: on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving had 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets to a 121 104 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers, who played without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Irving had scored 30 or more in a career-best 6 straight games, but didn't have to carry as heavy a load with some good play from Brooklyn's backup guards. Patty Mills and Cam Thomas added 21 points apiece for the Nets, who won their second straight and are 4-6, since Kevin Durant sprained a ligament in his right knee. Lakers coach Darvin Ham said James was experiencing really significant soreness in his left foot. And no break for the Lakers. They face off with the Knicks tonight at 7.30 in New York. The Knicks 27-24 and 24 on the year. The Lakers 23-28. and 28. So no break for the Lakers there. While LeBron James deals with that really sore foot. He's going to be evaluated today to see if he can play against the Knicks tonight. He missed the game against Brooklyn last night. James played 44 minutes Saturday night in Boston in a game that went to overtime. Referees later acknowledged missing a foul on his drive to the basket at the end of regulation. The Lakers then announced on Sunday that James and Anthony Davis would be out Monday. and James potentially out tonight as well. The New York Islanders have acquired center Bo Horvat in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. The Islanders sent forward Anthony Beauvillier and prospect Atu Ratty and a conditional first-round pick in the 2023 draft. Horvat is a pending free agent and was one of the top rentals available ahead of the March 3rd trade deadline. The 27-year-old former Canucks captain could give the Islanders the scoring boost they've needed. Horvat has already tied his career high with 31 goals this season and also has 23 assists in 49 games. Former big leaguer Brad Wilkerson has been hired as the New York Yankees assistant hitting coach. He replaces Hensley Mullins, who left to become Colorado's hitting coach. Wilkerson and Casey Dykes will be assistants to Yankees hitting coach Dylan Lawson. Wilkerson spent three seasons as assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for Jacksonville. He hit 247 with 122 homers and 399 RBIs in eight seasons for the Montreal Expos and Washington Nationals, Texas Rangers, Seattle Mariners, and Toronto Blue Jays. Wilkerson won a gold medal with the 2000 U.S. Olympic baseball team and finished second to Colorado right-hander Jason Jennings in the 2002 National League Rookie of the Year voting. Some other sports news, Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs prevailed on championship weekend to reach Super Bowl 57, but the NFL didn't exactly have a stellar weekend as infuriating flags and non-calls dominated both the NFC and AFC title games. The NFC Championship was a blowout because the San Francisco 49ers lost all their quarterbacks. An emergency third quarterback would have come in handy Sunday, but the league and its players ditched the third quarterback designation more than a decade ago. The AFC title game went down to the wire, but questionable calls, including an intentional grounding on Joe Burrow, proved crucial. And that San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy tore a ligament in his throwing elbow, putting his status for the start of next season in question person spoke on the condition of anonymity because the team has not released the details of the injury. NFL Network first reported that Pur- Purdy tore the ulnar collateral ligament in his right arm, the UCL, and said he will seek a second opinion on whether he needs a repair or a reconstruction. That would be Tommy John surgery, very popular in the baseball circles. 7:21 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall
19: Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors took a break yesterday from what had been a stellar January. The Dow Jones gave up 261 points Monday to close at 33,717. The S&P fell 1.3%. The Nasdaq Composite gave up just under 2%. Some of the world's biggest tech companies are about to report their fourth quarter results. Snap, Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, and Facebook parent company Meta this week will all open up their books. The Federal Reserve kicks off its first two-day meeting of the year today, and it's widely expected to push up interest rates for the eighth time in a row. Several Fed officials, though, have suggested they'd like to see smaller hikes as inflation appears to be loosening its grip on the economy. Football fans, your Super Bowl party might not cost as much this year as it did last. A new report from Wells Fargo shows prices on things like chicken wings, guacamole, and steak falling since Super Bowl Fifty Six. Prices are up, though, for soda, beer, and chips. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
20: Hi, folks.
0: Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime, the KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
1: Seven twenty-three on WNBF. We're now joined by our insurance expert, Karen Sweet O'Neill. How's it going, Karen?
21: Good morning, James. Pretty good. How about yourself?
1: A couple busy days in a row here, filling in for Bob. It's a lot of time locked in the basement.
21: Fun times over at the radio station.
1: Oh, yeah. It is fun. I I like talking to everybody. I liked screening calls for Bob uh, over the summer before I started to lose more time when I had to get other stuff done. Uh, But (laughs) I I like to chit-chat with people before they go on.
21: Very good. Yeah, it's always interesting. You never know what you're going to be served up.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's part of my favorite part of it. Like, I, I mm-hmm. have no topics planned for today. It goes wherever we want to take it. That's all the oh, callers. That's
21: good. Yeah, very good. Well, you just make sure you don't lose your voice.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll try my hardest. Um, strictly <laughs> no talking after the show ends. That's right.
21: <laughs> oh, my stars. So, anyway, tomorrow we're going to touch on a couple things. Um, but I wanted to... Uh, you know gear people to the sunday paper if they still have it and that's the press uh and sun bulletin in the opinion section because this is pretty darn important and there's just a you know a brief snapshot of what's going on with the empire plan in new york and the empire plan is the new york state um health insurance program and it's for empire or excuse me Uh, people that work for New York State, James, also people that are retired from New York State. And unfortunately, um, Governor Hochul's administration has uh, determined that, um, you know, we're going to make some cuts in that plan. And it's 1.2 million New York State employees on the plan. That's a lot of people. So what's happening? Starting in July of this year, there's going to be significant significant cuts planned to the out-of-network benefits of the New York State Health Insurance Program. And these cuts are going to significantly diminish the comprehensive access to care that state employees and union members currently enjoy with the Empire Plan. So we are going to talk about that a little bit more in detail and what you can do to perhaps sway... That opinion in that um, decision to not cut out of network services, because one of the reasons some of the people work for the new for New York State is not so much and James the salary, it's the benefits. and now, to take some of those benefits out and with you know with no options going forward, not a great idea. It's signed by many New York physicians, uh, this letter. So it's on 5B of the uh, section of the Sunday paper, and we're looking a little bit more into that and seeing what we can do to encourage people that um, take part in the Empire Plan, whether they're current employees or retirees, and how they can, you know, make their voice heard. Also, we are at 1708 Vestal Parkway East, up above Plato's Closet and Style Encore. You can reach us several ways. You can give us a call at 607-772-4898. You can Google us at KSO Insurance. All of our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book. We have a big display ad under insurance. In the Yellow Pages, and we're busy as busy can be. James, we're taking um, enrollment uh, consultations again for the IBM plan. You don't have to be in a specific um, month to be able to join that. You just have to be an IBM retiree um, that's on Medicare. So we're doing those, and we just did one yesterday for for a gal and her uh, her mom. The mom was very excited. So. You know, give us a call, make an appointment, you don't have to wait till open enrollment, which of course is next fall.
1: Yeah, there's no off season in the insurance game. <laughs>
21: Three hundred and sixty five <laughs> days a year. <laughs> That's right, James. And no off season for you either.
1: Oh yeah. No, we don't even get snow days here. When when there's a snow day, <laughs> we're the ones who have to tell everyone there's a snow day.
21: That's right. Hey, are there any delays, speaking of that? It's just a little dusting, it looks like.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything too crazy out there, so it, it sounds good. like everything's proceeding smoothly. Nobody's driving too crazy on the slick roads, so that's good.
21: Very good. It's going to be a cold next couple of days, especially over the weekend. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, you know what? I was I was mentioning in the first hour, the Binghamton Pond Festival is doing a fireworks show on Saturday. It's, oh. it's a high of 15 degrees. For the whole day. Wow. And, and we're going to do a fireworks show. Like, okay, that's that's going to be rough, well, but I'm going to be there, obviously. I have to see that.
21: Well, yeah. That'll warm people up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Karen, thanks for joining us today. I'm looking forward to talking tomorrow.
21: You bet. You take care, James.
1: You too. I'll see you later. Uh, that was Karen sweet O'Neill, our insurance expert. It's 729. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF, time for a check on traffic and weather. On I-81 northbound at mile marker 165.2 in Ashley Borough, Luzerne County, we'll have a temporary right lane closure to perform a bridge deck repair on the bridge over State Route 6309. The estimated start time of the lane closure is today at 1 p.m. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning and some more snow in the forecast, so if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. If you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 20 degrees, some light snow in the area. Windchill has it at 7 degrees. Today, chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., then a chance of flurries after 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, slight chance of light snow after 1 a.m., Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees, a 50% chance of snow. 731, you're listening to WMBF. At Toshiba. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update.
12: ABC Entertainment News. Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour appears to be paved with gold bricks. Billboard says it's now the highest grossing tour in history. Over 278 shows, it's grossed $817.9 million, the first tour to break the $800 million mark. The previous highest earner was Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour, earning $776.4 million, though Sheeran far outsold Elton when it comes to the number of tickets bought. And Elton's not done yet, he still has 51 shows to go on what we're told is his final tour. I can Another bouquet for Miley Cyrus, a second straight week on top of the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart for her new song, Flowers. It's also the first song in two years to have consecutive weeks of 50 million or more streams. Showtime and Paramount Plus officially combining the cable channel to be called Paramount Plus with Showtime. And actress Carrie Washington is 46 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood.
13: Runners to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. One hit! Way to go, girl! Woo! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across New York every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations.
0: Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF.
1: Good morning on this Tuesday, January 31st. You're listening to WNBF. On Monday, Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar announced an increase in visitation hours at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. In a press release, Sheriff Akshar announced that visitation hours had been doubled from 15 hours per week to 30 hours per week, effective immediately. The Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility will have visitation hours on Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Additionally, visitors will no longer be required to make an appointment for visitation, so visitors will now have more flexibility in going to see loved ones at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. Sheriff Akshar stated, One of the issues I heard repeatedly from community members before I became Broome County Sheriff was the lack of access for families to visit their loved ones who found themselves incarcerated. Our entire team at the Broome County Sheriff's Office is committed to reducing recidivism through the responsible reentry and expanded visitation is just the first of many changes we're making to help better ensure that incarcerated individuals have the services and support they need on the inside to help better prepare them to reenter society and not reoffend on the outside. The press release also indicated that Sheriff Akshar intends to further expand visitation, as well as expanding programs and services to help incarcerated individuals best prepare to re-enter the outside world. A long-standing Endicott restaurant closed its doors for the last time on Sunday, January 29th. For 52 years, Nina and Jerry Drossos owned and operated the Acropolis restaurant, which was located on Washington Avenue in Endicott, but the pair decided that the time had come to retire. The Acropolis restaurant operated in the space that once housed Louise's Drugstore. The closing of the Acropolis restaurant comes on the heels of a handful of other southern tier food-related closings and restructurings. On January 15th, McDonald's abruptly closed its location on East Main Street in Endwell. The closed McDonald's was located directly across the street from a Burger King, and an employee told Townsquare Media that since McDonald's closed, Burger King has seen an uptick in business. On Monday, January 16th, Lupo's s Char Pit on West State Street in Binghamton closed its doors with no advance notice in early January, with co-owner Steve Lupo telling Townsquare Media that he and his brother were contemplating whether or not to focus all of their attention on their meat processing business, which is located in Endicott. On January 20th, Curry's of India on Court Street in Binghamton closed its doors after operating for almost 35 years, indicating that the reason was related to retirement. And Finally, Badalini Bakery at 111 Oak Hill Avenue announced on Friday, January 27, that it had stopped all walk-up service at its shop, but will continue to supply to local grocery stores. The walk-up service has been halted due to a struggle in finding people to work. In Broome County Court, Dylan Thomas, age 31, of Binghamton, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted assault in the second degree. Thomas admitted that on January 13th he injured a 39-year-old female by cutting her hand with a knife during a domestic incident at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson. Thomas has a prior felony conviction in 2016 for attempted burglary in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said the Broome County DA's Office Special Victims Bureau continues to fight for victims of domestic violence. Many cases continue to go unreported. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, help is available. Contact your local police, the District Attorney's Office, or the Crime Victims Assistance Center. Multiple news reports say Manhattan, Manhattan prosecutors have convened a new grand jury to hear evidence and a probe of payments made to keep two women quiet about alleged affairs with former President Donald Trump. The reports cite unnamed sources familiar with the proceedings. A spokesperson for Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg declined to comment Monday. In a post to his Truth Social platform, Trump blasted Bragg as the radical left Manhattan DA and said the new grand jury was a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Trump has denied having affairs with either woman. President Joe Biden has informed Congress that he will end the twin national emergencies for addressing COVID-19 on May 11th, as most of the world has returned closer to normalcy nearly three years after they were first declared. The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations will formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic threat to public health that can be managed through agencies' normal authorities. It comes as lawmakers have already ended elements of the emergencies that kept millions of Americans insured during the pandemic. Memphis police say two more officers involved in the arrest, beating and death of Tyree Nichols have been disciplined. Five Memphis officers had already been fired and charged in the January 7th arrest of Nichols, who was black. Police said Monday that Officer Preston Hemphill was relieved of duty shortly after Nichols' January 7th arrest. The department said later that another officer has been relieved of duty. In total, seven officers have been disciplined for the arrest of Nichols, who died on January 10th. Also Monday, two Memphis Fire Department emergency medical workers and a lieutenant were fired in connection with the case. President Joe Biden, a daily rail commuter during his years in the Senate, has visited an aging Baltimore tunnel that's slated to be replaced with help from the bipartisan infrastructure legislation he signed in 2021. The Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel Project would eliminate a bottleneck that delays commuters and travelers up and down the East Coast. It's estimated to cost $4 billion and take a decade to finish. It's the first of two rail-related stops this week for Biden, who will visit New York on Tuesday, where another new tunnel is planned, this one under the Hudson River. And two monkeys were missing Monday from the Dallas Zoo in the latest in a string of suspicious incidents, including the death of an endangered vulture that police are investigating, Police said they believe someone intentionally cut an opening in an enclosure and took two emperor tamarind monkeys. The incident comes after the zoo was closed for a day-long search on January 13th when a clouded leopard named Nova went missing. She was eventually found near her habitat, but police said a cutting tool had been used to cut her enclosure. On January 21st, an endangered vulture named Pin was found dead, and officials say the death did not appear, appear natural. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of snow showers between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of light snow between midnight and 3 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees and blustery conditions, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM 745 on WMBF you're listening to First News with myself James Kelly now if you missed the program yesterday you might not know this I'm going to be filling in for Bob Joseph on Binghamton now this week so six hours every day all James Kelly on WMBF I feel like we had some really good discussions yesterday too phone lines were lit up all morning I loved that I appreciated that Binghamton showing up for me because once again, I have no topics prepared for today. We're going to go wherever the conversation takes us. So it's all on the listeners. So you got a little over an hour now to start preparing your questions, preparing your topics for me to talk about. We'll have another fun three hours today. I did have a good time yesterday. I had a good time. Well, sometimes some disagreements with people. But I think we were all. Fairly respectful of each other, for the most part. Certainly, occasionally, there was a little bit of uh, cross-jabbing going on. But we don't want to do that today. Good vibes today. And good vibes for the rest of the week. But you got to bring me topics, because I have none. I have no plans for the show. So if you got a good topic today, start getting ready. And call in right at 9 o'clock. Or maybe 9.10. we still got to do the news. Uh, maybe 910ish call in 746 you're listening to wmbf
11: season. are you thinking about buying medicine online a search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results but which ones can you trust medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous you may get a fake drug your condition may get worse or you may experience a bad reaction don't put your health at risk to learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit FDA.gov slash A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
16: Today. News Radio 1290, WMBF.
1: 749 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. On I-81 northbound at mile marker 165.2 in Ashley Luzerne County, We'll have a temporary right lane closure to perform a bridge deck repair on the bridge over state route 6309. The estimated start time of the lane closure is today at 1 p.m. We have some wintry conditions out on the roads this morning and more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading into work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. And if you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 20 degrees, some light snow in the area. Windchill has it at 7 degrees. Today, chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., then a chance of flurries after 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, slight chance of light snow after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low near 12 degrees, a 50% chance of snow. 751, you're listening to WMBF.
0: Hi. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit FDA.gov slash OTC Pain Info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Food and Drug Administration. 7.53
1: on WMBF, now time for ABC's Tech Trends from abc news tech trends ford slashing the price of the mustang mach e the price cuts to the E range from a couple hundred bucks saved on base models while the high performance gt extended range comes down almost six thousand dollars a
20: little bit more market share i believe is what they're
1: what they're pining for freelance auto journalist roberto baldwin says it all likely stems from the federal government's recently revised ev tax credit suvs can
20: have a tax credit up to $80,000. Cars, it's only up to $55,000.
1: The IRS classifies the Mach-E as a car, and Baldwin says this move is intended to bring more versions of the vehicle under that $55,000 cap. The
20: Mach-E's were sort of bumping up against that or Going past it. So dropping that brings more of those vehicles into that tax credit availability.
1: It all comes just weeks after Tesla slashed prices across its EV range. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Inflation.
9: News Radio 1290,
1: 756 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving had 26 points, seven rebounds, and six assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets to a 121-104 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers, who played without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Irving had scored 30 or more in a career-best six straight games, but didn't have to carry as heavy a load with some good play from Brooklyn's backup guards. Patty Mills and Cam Thomas added 21 points apiece for the Nets, who won their second straight and are four and six since Kevin Durant sprained a ligament in his right knee. Lakers coach Darvin Ham said James was experiencing really significant soreness in his left foot, might not play tonight when the Lakers visit the New York Knicks. In game at 7.30, Knicks hosting. They're 27-24 this year, the Lakers 23-28. and 28. Potentially no LeBron James for that game as well. The New York Islanders have acquired center Bo Horvat in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. The Islanders sent forward Anthony Beauvillier, prospect Atu Raddy, and a conditional first-round pick in the 2023 draft. Horvat is a pending free agent and was one of the top rentals available ahead of the March 3rd trade deadline. The 27-year-old former Canucks captain could give the Islanders the scoring boost they've needed. Horvat has already tied his career high with 31 goals this season and also has 23 assists in 49 games. Former big leaguer Brad Wilkerson has been hired as the New York Yankees assistant hitting coach. He replaces Hensley Mullins, who left to become Colorado's hitting coach. Wilkerson and Casey Dykes will be assistants to Yankees hitting coach Dylan Lawson. Wilkerson spent three seasons as assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for Jacksonville. He hit 247 with 122 homers and 399 RBIs in eight seasons for Montreal and Washington, Texas, Seattle, and Toronto. Wilkerson was a gold medal winner with the 2000 U.S. Olympic baseball team and finished second to Colorado right-hander Jason Jennings in the 2002 NL Rookie of the Year voting. Some other sports news, the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs prevailed on championship weekend to reach Super Bowl 57, but the NFL didn't exactly have a stellar weekend as infuriating flags and non-calls dominated both the NFC and AFC title games. The NFC Championship was a blowout because the San Francisco 49ers lost all their quarterbacks. An emergency third quarterback would have come in handy Sunday, but the league and its players ditched the third quarterback designation more than a decade ago. The AFC title game went down to the wire, but questionable calls including an intentional grounding on Joe Burrow proved crucial. 7.59. You're listening to WMBF.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio
16: 1290
1: WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. We got one more hour to go before the James Kelly Binghamton Now takeover.
0: Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290,
1: WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, January 31st. You're listening to WNBF. On Monday, Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar announced an increase in visitation hours at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. In a press release, Sheriff Akshar announced that visitation hours had been doubled from 15 hours per week to 30 hours per week, effective immediately. The Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility will have visitation hours on Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Additionally, visitors will no longer be required to make an appointment for visitation, so visitors will now have more flexibility in going to see loved ones at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. Sheriff Akshar stated, One of the issues I heard repeatedly from community members before I became Broome County Sheriff was the lack of access for families to visit their loved ones who found themselves incarcerated. Our entire team at the Broome County Sheriff's Office is committed to reducing recidivism through the responsible reentry and expanded visitation is just the first of many changes we're making to help better ensure that incarcerated individuals have the services and support they need on the inside to help better prepare them to reenter society and not reoffend on the outside. The press release also indicated that Sheriff Akshar intends to further expand visitation, as well as expanding programs and services to help incarcerated individuals best prepare to re-enter the outside world. A long-standing Endicott restaurant closed its doors for the last time on Sunday, January 29th. For 52 years, Nina and Jerry Drossos owned and operated the Acropolis restaurant, which was located on Washington Avenue in Endicott, but the pair decided that the time had come to retire. The Acropolis restaurant operated in the space that once housed Louise's Drugstore. The closing of the Acropolis restaurant comes on the heels of a handful of other southern-tier food-related closings and restructurings. On January 15th, McDonald's abruptly closed its location on East Main Street in Endwell. The closed McDonald's was located directly across the street from a Burger King, and an employee told Townsquare Media that since McDonald's closed, Burger King has seen an uptick in business. On Monday, January 16th, Lupo's S&S Char Pit on West State Street in Binghamton closed its doors with no advance notice in early January, with co-owner Steve Lupo telling Townsquare Media that he and his brother were contemplating whether or not to focus all of their attention on their meat processing business, which is located in Endicott. On January 20th, Curry's of India on Court Street in Binghamton closed its doors after operating for almost 35 years, indicating that the reason was related to retirement. And finally, Badalini Bakery at 111 Oak Hill Avenue announced on Friday, January 27th, that it had stopped all walk-up service at its shop, but will continue to supply to local grocery stores. The walk-up service has been halted due to a struggle in finding people to work. In Broome County Court, Dylan Thomas, age 31, of Binghamton, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted assault in the second degree. Thomas admitted that on January 13th, he injured a 39-year-old female by cutting her hand with a knife during a domestic incident at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson. Thomas has a prior felony conviction in 2016 for attempted burglary in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said the Broome County DA's Office Special Victims Bureau continues to fight for victims of domestic violence. Many cases continue to go unreported. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, help is available. Contact your local police, the District Attorney's Office, or the Crime Victims Assistance Center. Multiple news reports say Manhattan Manhattan prosecutors have convened a new grand jury to hear evidence in a probe of payments made to keep two women quiet about alleged affairs with former President Donald Trump. The reports cite unnamed sources familiar with the proceedings. A spokesperson for Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg declined to comment Monday. In a post to his Truth Social platform, Trump blasted Bragg as the radical left Manhattan DA and said the new grand jury was a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Trump has denied having affairs with either woman. President Joe Biden has informed Congress that he will end the twin national emergencies for addressing COVID-19 on May 11th as most of the world has returned closer to normalcy nearly three years after they were first declared. The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations will formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic threat to public health that can be managed through agencies' normal authorities. It comes as lawmakers have already ended elements of their emergencies that kept millions of Americans insured during the pandemic. Memphis police say two more officers involved in the arrest, beating, and death of Tyree Nichols have been disciplined. Five Memphis officers had already been fired and charged in the January 7th arrest of Nichols, who was black. Police said Monday that Officer Preston Hemphill was relieved of duty shortly after Nichols' January 7th arrest. The department said later that another officer has been relieved of duty. In total, seven officers have been disciplined for the arrest of Nichols, who died on January 10th. Also Monday, two Memphis Fire Department emergency medical workers and a lieutenant were fired in connection with the case. President Joe Biden, a daily rail commuter during his years in the Senate, has visited an aging Baltimore tunnel that's slated to be replaced with help from the bipartisan infrastructure legislation he signed in 2021. The Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel Project would eliminate a bottleneck that delays commuters and travelers up and down the East Coast. It's estimated to cost $4 billion and take a decade to finish. It's the first of two rail-related stops this week for Biden, who will visit New York on Tuesday, where another new tunnel is planned, this one under the Hudson River. And two monkeys were missing Monday from the Dallas Zoo in the latest in a string of suspicious incidents, including the death of an endangered vulture that police are investigating. Police said they believe someone intentionally cut an opening in an enclosure and took two emperor tamarin monkeys. The incident comes after the zoo was closed for a day-long search on January 13th when a clouded leopard named Nova went missing. She was eventually found near her habitat but police said a cutting tool had been used to cut her enclosure. On January 21st an endangered vulture named Pin was found dead and officials say the death did not appear, appear natural. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today a slight chance of snow showers between 7am and 10am, mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight light a slight chance of light snow between midnight and 3am, mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees and blustery conditions. 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station.
11: Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drugdisposal. News I- Radio
16: 1290
1: WMBF 8.13 on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. On I-81 northbound at mile marker 165.2 in Ashley Borough, Luzerne County, we'll have a temporary right lane closure to perform a bridge deck repair on the bridge over State Route 6309. The estimated start time of the lane closure is today at 1 p.m. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning and some more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. If you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 19 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 6 degrees. Today a chance of flurries before 4 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 27 degrees. Tonight slight chance of light snow between midnight and 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with low near 12 degrees, blustery conditions of 50% chance of snow. It's 814, you're listening to WMBF.
20: Welcome. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed, and as you got older, Teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore, so you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time.
11: Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie
18: with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America.
8: A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. 8.17
1: on WMBF, time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving had 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets to a 121-104 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers, who played without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Irving had scored 30 or more in a career-best six straight games, but didn't have to carry as heavy a load with some good play from Brooklyn's backup guards. Patty Mills and Cam Thomas added 21 points apiece for the Nets, who won their second straight and are 4-6 and six since Kevin Durant sprained a ligament in his right knee. Lakers coach Darvin Hamm said James was experiencing really significant soreness in his left foot. And no break for the Lakers. They're back in action tonight at 7.30 when they visit the New York Knicks. The Knicks 27-24 and 24 on the year, the Lakers 23-28, and 28, potentially playing without LeBron James again. And that really significant soreness in his left foot will be evaluated today to see if he can play against the Knicks. And be checked first thing in the morning, he played 44 minutes Saturday night in Boston in a game that went to overtime. The referees later acknowledged missing a foul on his drive to the basket at the end of regulation. The Lakers then announced Sunday that James and Anthony Davis would be out Monday against the Nets, potentially out today against the Knicks as well. The New York Islanders have acquired center Bo Horvath in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. The Islanders sent forward Anthony Beauvillier, prospect Atu Ratty, and a conditional first-round pick in the 2023 draft. Horvat is a pending free agent and was one of the top rentals available ahead of the March 3rd trade deadline. The 27-year-old former Canucks captain could give the Islanders the scoring boost they've needed. Horvat has already tied his career high with 31 goals this season and also has 23 assists in 49 games. Former big leaguer Brad Wilkerson has been hired as the New York Yankees assistant hitting coach. He replaces Hensley Mullins, who left to become Colorado's hitting coach. He and Casey Dykes will be assistants to Yankees hitting coach Dylan Lawson. Wilkerson spent three seasons as an assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for Jacksonville. He hit 247 with 122 homers and 399 RBIs in eight seasons for Montreal and Washington, Texas, Seattle and Toronto wilkerson won a gold medal with the 2000 olympic baseball team and finished second to colorado right-hander jason jennings in the 2002 national league rookie of the year voting some other sports news the philadelphia eagles and kansas city chiefs prevailed on championship weekend to reach super bowl 57 but the nfl didn't exactly have a stellar weekend as infuriating flags and non-calls dominated both the nfc and afc title games the nfc championship was a blowout because the san francisco 49ers lost all their quarterbacks An emergency third quarterback would have come in handy Sunday, but the league and its players ditched the third quarterback designation more than a decade ago. The AFC title game went down to the wire, but questionable calls, including an intentional grounding on Joe Burrow, proved crucial. The San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy tore a ligament in his throwing elbow, putting his status for the start of next season in question. A person familiar with the injury confirmed the diagnosis of the injury Purdy sustained in the NFC title game, speaking on the condition of anonymity because the team hadn't released details on the injury. NFL Network first reported that Purdy tore the UCL in his right arm and said he will seek a second opinion on whether he needs a repair or a reconstruction to be Tommy John surgery, more often seen in baseball players than football players. It's eight twenty-one 21 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now.
19: From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors took a break yesterday from what had been a stellar January. The Dow Jones gave up 261 points Monday to close at 33,717. The S&P fell 1.3%. The Nasdaq Composite gave up just under 2%. Some of the world's biggest tech companies are about to report their fourth quarter results. Snap, Alphabet, Amazon, Apple and Facebook parent company Meta this week will all open up their books. The Federal Reserve kicks off its first two-day meeting of the year today and it's widely expected to push up interest rates for the eighth time in a row. Several Fed officials, though, have suggested they'd like to see smaller hikes as inflation appears to be loosening its grip on the economy. Football fans, your Super Bowl party might not cost as much this year as it did last. A new report from Wells Fargo shows prices on things like chicken wings, guacamole, and steak falling since Super Bowl 56. Prices are up, though, for soda, beer, and chips. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
15: You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take 2. Action! You've been diagnosed with a new purpose to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. Join the.
11: Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do
14: you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking?
11: If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an
14: alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon, Al-Anon and Alateen can, can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org/help. <laughs>
1: 24 on WMBF now time for a better life with dr. Sanjay Gupta
7: a better life with dr. Sanjay Gupta
4: you know for most adults getting the flu is a bummer but not really necessarily a big deal that's probably true for most kids as well but for some kids it can be a real problem that's because the flu isn't just a bad cold and children are at higher risk of serious complications from flu in large part because their airways are smaller They're also at risk of developing secondary infections, like pneumonia and ear infections, according to experts. And older kids can develop sinusitis. Now on top of all that, it can be hard to get little kids, even more so babies, to drink enough fluids when they're not feeling well and spiking a fever and that can lead to dehydration, which can become another real problem. If you can't keep your child hydrated, if you can't get their fever to come down, or if they're having trouble breathing, it is time to seek professional help. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life.
10: When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies Advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies Advisor at 877-ASK-DELL.
18: If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition, and Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, pulmonary rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today.
11: My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars.
4: Real products are tested for safety. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. Blew his chances to play basketball in college. Go
18: for real. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office
13: we are lions
2: we bring hope where it's needed we are a global force for good support causes that matter change lives change communities change the world we can do more together than we can alone join in experience the joy of serving be part of the movement give back let's unite the world for good we are lions you can be too
19: visit weserve.org
16: News
1: Radio 1290, WMBF. 8.28 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. On I-81 northbound at mile marker 165.2 in Ashley Borough, Luzerne County, we'll have a temporary right lane closure to perform a bridge deck repair on the bridge over State Route 6309. The estimated start time of the lane closures today at 1 p.m. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning and some more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. And if you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know, we'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 19 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at six degrees. Today, a chance of flurries before 4 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 27 degrees. Tonight, slight chance of light snow between midnight and 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees, blustery conditions, a 50% chance of snow. It's 829. You're listening to WMBF. First... 831 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update.
12: ABC Entertainment News. Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour appears to be paved with gold bricks. Billboard says it's now the highest grossing tour in history. Over 278 shows, it's grossed 817.9 million dollars, the first tour to break the 800 million dollar mark. The previous highest earner was Ed Sheeran's Divide tour, earning 776.4 million. Though Sheeran far outsold Elton when it comes to the number of tickets bought, and Elton's not done yet, he still has 51 shows to go on what we're told is his final tour. I can- Another bouquet for Miley Cyrus, a second straight week on top of the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart for her new song, Flowers. This also the first song in two years to have consecutive weeks of 50 million or more streams. Showtime and Paramount Plus officially combining the cable channel to be called Paramount Plus with Showtime. And actress Gary Washington is 46 today. Jason Aethenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Where news breaks
0: first. News Radio 1290, WNBF.
1: Good morning on this Tuesday, January 31st. You're listening to WNBF. On Monday, Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar announced an increase in visitation hours at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. In a press release, Sheriff Akshar announced that visitation hours had been doubled from 15 hours per week to 30 hours per week, effective immediately. The Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility will have visitation hours on Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Additionally, visitors will no longer be required to make an appointment for visitation, so visitors will now have more flexibility in going to see loved ones at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. Sheriff Akshar stated, One of the issues I heard repeatedly from community members before I became Broome County Sheriff was the lack of access for families to visit their loved ones who found themselves incarcerated. Our entire team at the Broome County Sheriff's Office is committed to reducing recidivism through the responsible reentry, and expanded visitation is just the first of many changes we're making to help better ensure that incarcerated individuals have the services and support they need on the inside to help better prepare them to re-enter society and not reoffend on the outside. The press release also indicated that Sheriff Akshar intends to further expand visitation, as well as expanding programs and services to help incarcerated individuals best prepare to re-enter the outside world. A long-standing Endicott restaurant closed its doors for the last time on Sunday, January 29th. For 52 years, Nina and Jerry Drossos owned and operated the Acropolis restaurant, which was located on Washington Avenue in Endicott, but the pair decided that the time had come to retire. The Acropolis restaurant operated in the space that once housed Louise's Drugstore. The closing of the Acropolis restaurant comes on the heels of a handful of other southern-tier food-related closings and restructurings. On January 15th, McDonald's abruptly closed its location on East Main Street in Endwell. The closed McDonald's was located directly across the street from a Burger King, and an employee told Townsquare Media that since McDonald's closed, Burger King has seen an uptick in business. On Monday, January 16th, Lupo's s Char Pit on West State Street in Binghamton closed its doors with no advance notice in early January, with co-owner Steve Lupo telling Townsquare Media that he and his brother were contemplating whether or not to focus all of their attention on their meat processing business, which is located in Endicott. On January 20th, Curry's of India on Court Street in Binghamton closed its doors after operating for almost 35 years, indicating that the reason was related to retirement. And Finally, Badalini Bakery at 111 Oak Hill Avenue announced on Friday, January 27, that it had stopped all walk-up service at its shop but will continue to supply to local grocery stores. The walk-up service has been halted due to a struggle in finding people to work. In Broome County Court, Dylan Thomas, age 31, of Binghamton was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted assault in the second degree. Thomas admitted that on January 13th, he injured a 39-year-old female by cutting her hand with a knife during a domestic incident at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson. Thomas has a prior felony conviction in 2016 for attempted burglary in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said the Broome County DA's Office Special Victims Bureau continues to fight for victims of domestic violence. Many cases continue to go unreported. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, help is available, contact your local police, the district attorney's office, or the Crime Victims Assistance Center. Multiple news reports say Manhattan Manhattan prosecutors have convened a new grand jury to hear evidence in a probe of payments made to keep two women quiet about alleged affairs with former President Donald Trump. The reports cite unnamed sources familiar with the proceedings. A spokesperson for Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg declined to comment Monday. In a post to his Truth Social platform, Trump blasted Bragg as the radical left Manhattan DA and said the new grand jury was a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Trump has denied having affairs with either woman. President Joe Biden has informed Congress that he will end the twin national emergencies for addressing COVID-19 on May 11th, as most of the world has returned closer to normalcy nearly three years after they were first declared. The move to end the national emergency and public health emergency declarations will formally restructure the federal coronavirus response to treat the virus as an endemic threat to public health that can be managed through agencies' normal authorities. It comes as lawmakers have already ended elements of their emergencies that kept millions of Americans insured during the pandemic. Memphis police say two more officers involved in the arrest, beating, and death of Tyree Nichols have been disciplined. Five Memphis officers had already been fired and charged in the January 7th arrest of Nichols, who was black. Police said Monday that Officer Preston Hemphill was relieved of duty shortly after Nichols' January 7th arrest. The department said later that another officer has been relieved of duty. In total, seven officers have been disciplined for the arrest of Nichols, who died on January 10th. Also Monday, two Memphis Fire Department emergency medical workers and a lieutenant were fired in connection with the case. President Joe Biden, a daily rail commuter during his years in the Senate, has visited an aging Baltimore tunnel. It's slated to be replaced with help from the bipartisan infrastructure legislation he signed in 2021. The Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel Project would eliminate a bottleneck that delays commuters and travelers up and down the East Coast. It's estimated to cost four billion dollars and take a decade to finish. It's the first of two rail related stops this week for Biden, who will visit New York on Tuesday, where another new tunnel is planned, this one under the Hudson River. And two monkeys were missing Monday from the Dallas Zoo in the latest in a string of suspicious incidents, including the death of an endangered vulture that police are investigating. Police said they believe someone intentionally cut an opening in an enclosure and took two Emperor Tamarin monkeys. The incident comes after the zoo was closed for a day-long search on January 13th when a clouded leopard named Nova went missing. She was eventually found near her habitat, but police said a cutting tool had been used to cut her enclosure. On January 21st, an endangered vulture named Pin was found dead, and officials say the death did not appear appear natural. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of snow showers between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 27 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of light snow between midnight and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees and blustery conditions, 50% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, news radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM.
7: Hi folks, J R. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to
8: be liked,
11: endless worrying about college
8: cyberbullying, high expectations,
7: all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their
18: head? We, we play. play it! It! <laughs> yeah! Research shows that teenagers who participate
7: in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun,
12: They're a lot of fun.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future.
13: This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association.
1: 842 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. And we got about, give or take, 20 minutes to go. That's how we're going to start taking phone calls on Binghamton now. I'm filling in for Bob again today. No idea when the Honorable Bob Joseph will be back. But I'll be holding down the fort until he is. So you got about 20 minutes to start coming up the questions. Because again, I have no topics planned for today. Today is going to go wherever the callers take it and we talk about anything you want and I'll try my best to share my knowledge, share my opinion, well I'll have a good Tuesday. If you want to get really weird with it, you can talk about stories like two monkeys going missing from the Dallas Zoo. Right after the death of an endangered vulture. And a few days after a clouded leopard named Nova went missing, they found the clouded leopard, for the record. They found it, which is good because that's not exactly an animal that I want walking around the Dallas community. You know, if a monkey gets loose in the zoo, well, what is the monkey really going to do? We have time to track down the monkey. But a clouded leopard, a clouded leopard getting loose from the zoo? No, 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 no. I'm going directly home and I'm boarding up my door and I'm putting all of the furniture up against the door until the clouded leopard is found. Well, that's four weird animal incidents. Well, it sounds like somebody had tried to cut the clouded leopard out of its enclosure. Well, they found a cutting tool near the enclosure and they found the same thing when they found out the two monkeys were missing. But I don't know what happened to the vulture. That's one that doesn't fit. You know, if someone's stealing animals from the zoo, you get two monkeys and a clouded leopard. Well, it's a clear motive. But what about the death of the endangered vulture? You can't imagine that was part of the plan. Two Emperor Tamarin monkeys. They look funny. They look like they got big handlebar mustaches. Like like Sam Elliott, if he grew it out for six months. That's what the, the monkey looks like. That's the mustache the monkey has. It's adorable. I would steal a monkey from the zoo. If a monkey does go missing from the zoo, no one's allowed to tell anybody that James said he would steal a monkey from the zoo. No one's allowed to tell anybody that. We're in the cloud of trust. It's 844. You're listening to WMBF.
18: Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's
5: great. (laughs) You're going to be a wonderful mom. And I can't wait to be a grandpa. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. I struggled to connect with almost everyone and preferred being alone. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. In fact, I called Jim first with the news about my granddaughter, Lizzie. Hey, Jim, I'm going to be a grandfather. Congratulations, Dave. Hey, let's get together and celebrate. Well, as long as you're not grilling. My pride was my honor. Armor, but I didn't know it then. I couldn't put it in the words. I was sad, was scared, I felt alone. I didn't know how to reach out, so I hid behind anger and silence. But then I decided to listen to Jim and went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Stop.
1: 847 on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Oh, pretty good so far. Cold morning. Yeah. It's going to be getting even colder this week. A high of 15 on Saturday. 15 degrees that, for the high. That's, that's cold. Yep. Yep. That's that's not warm. Yeah. So what do you got for us today?
22: Sure. First St. Stanley's. Casca Roman Catholic Cemetery of Binghamton is looking for a cemetery worker. It's needed to work with others to dig and mark areas for footer installation, install crushed stone, set footer, and grade it around the topsoil. GED is required. Next, Bronsky Orthopedic is looking for a patient care coordinator. The patient care coordinator works with patients and their families to manage care. At the initial visit, they will consult, discuss payment options, and start treatment. High school diploma is required. And finally, Crowley Fabricating is looking for a manufacturing customer service position. Deal directly with customers, either by telephone or electronically. Respond promptly to customer inquiries. Uh, less than high school is required. For more information, please contact 778-6405 or go to broomtechworks.com. Now we are on Facebook, so any of you that have a Facebook account, if you go on, go to your search bar, type in broom-tayoga. Our icon will come up. If you click on it and like us, anything we post will be sent directly to you. This could be resume tips, interviewing techniques, networking strategies, job posts postings and recruitments we do have a number of recruitments. First, the Broom Togo Workforce mini-job fair will be held on Wednesday, February 1st, from 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 501 Reynolds Road. Companies attending include Staff Works, United Health Services, Broom County Department of Health. So please bring resumes. Willow Run Foods will be here at our center, 501 Reynolds Road, in Johnson City, on Thursday, February 2nd, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. They're recruiting for CDLA Drive trainee, cab detailer, warehouse maintenance, second shift, and more. The New York State DOL Regional Southern Tiered Virtual Job Fair will be held on Thursday, February 16th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. A preview day will be on Wednesday, February 15th. People can register at NYSDOLVirtual3.easyvirtualfair.com. Broom Tiger Workforce and the Binghamton Black Bears Job fair will be held on a Friday, February 17th from 2.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. at the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena, 1 Stewart Street in Binghamton. There are 26 companies attending the job fair so far and more to come. Please bring or bring a resume and receive a free ticket to the Black Bears game that evening. For our off-site recruitments, Raymond Corporation is conducting open interviews on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m and 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at their 22 South Canal Street location in Green. And UHS is looking for nursing assistance. Anyone that is interested, please contact Crystal Travis at 763-5045 or email Crystal at crystal.travis at nyuhs.org. So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions, please come out and see what they have to offer.
1: Preston, as always, thank you. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Take care. That's Preston from Broomtowga Workforce. It's 8.50. You're listening to WMBF.
11: That sound is why we fund life-saving science. That sound is why we push you to be healthier. That sound
8: is why we have an unhealthy obsession with your health at American Heart Association. Get the facts at heart.org slash your health. Join
1: on WMBF, time for a check on traffic and weather. On I-81 northbound at mile marker 165.2 in Ashley Borough, Luzerne County, we'll have a temporary right lane closure to perform a bridge deck repair on the bridge over State Route 6309. The estimated start time of the lane closure is today at 1pm. We have some wintry conditions out there on the roads this morning and some more snow in the forecast. So if you're heading to work this morning, give yourself some extra commuting time and take it slow out there. And if you see anything unseemly on the roads, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 19 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 6 degrees. Today a chance of flurries before 4 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 27 degrees. Tonight a slight chance of light snow between midnight and 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 27. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 18. And Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Thursday night, chance of snow showers after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 12 degrees. Blustery conditions, 50% chance of snow. It's 854. You're listening to WMBF. Join Mark. 8.55 on WMBF, time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving had 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets to a 121-104 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers, who played without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Irving had scored 30 or more in a career-best six straight games, but didn't have to carry as heavy a load with some good play from Brooklyn's backup guards. Patty Mills and Cam Thomas added 21 points apiece for the Nets, who won their second straight and are 4-6 since Kevin Durant sprained a ligament in his right knee. Lakers coach Darvin Ham said James was experiencing really significant soreness in his left foot. And no break for the Lakers. They visit the New York Knicks tonight at 7.30. The Knicks 27-24 and 24 on the year, the Lakers 23-28, and 28, potentially playing without LeBron James again. As he's experiencing that really significant soreness in his left foot, it's going to be evaluated this morning to see if he can play against the Knicks. He played 44 minutes Saturday night in Boston in a game that went to overtime. The referees later acknowledged missing a foul on his drive to the basket at the end of regulation. The Lakers then announced Sunday that James and Anthony Davis would be out on Monday. The New York Islanders have acquired center Bo Horvat in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. The Islanders sent forward Anthony Beauvillier and prospect Atu Ratty, as well as a conditional first-round pick in the 2023 draft. Horvat is a pending free agent and was one of the top rentals available ahead of the March 3rd trade deadline. The 27-year-old former Canucks captain could give the Islanders the scoring boost they've needed. Horvat has already tied his career high with 31 goals this season and also has 23 assists in 49 games. Some baseball news, former big leaguer Brad Wilkerson has been hired as the New York Yankees assistant hitting coach. He replaces Hensley Mullins, who left to become Colorado's hitting coach. He and Casey Dykes will be assistants to Yankees hitting coach Dylan Lawson. Wilkerson spent three seasons as assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for Jacksonville. He hit 247 with 122 homers and 399 RBIs in eight seasons for Montreal and Washington, Texas, Seattle, and Toronto. Wilkerson won a gold medal with the 2000 U.S. Olympic baseball team and finished second to Colorado right-hander Jason Jennings in the 2002 National League Rookie of the Year voting. Some other sports news. The Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs prevailed on championship weekend to reach Super Bowl 57, but the NFL didn't exactly have a stellar weekend as infuriating flags and non-calls dominated both the NFC and AFC title games. The NFC championship was a blowout because the San Francisco 49ers lost all their quarterbacks. An emergency third quarterback would have come in handy Sunday, but the league and its players ditched the third quarterback designation more than a decade ago. The AFC title game went down to the wire, but questionable calls, including an intentional grounding on Joe Burrow, proved crucial. And San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy tore a ligament in his throwing elbow, putting his status for the start of next season in question. A person familiar with the injury confirmed the diagnosis to, that Purdy sustained in the NFC title game. A person spoke on a condition of anonymity because the team hadn't released details on the injury. NFL Network first reported that Purdy tore the UCL ligament in his right arm. And he will seek a second opinion on whether he needs a repair or a reconstruction. It's eight fifty-nine. You're listening to WMBF.
11: Everyone, this
2: is News Radio twelve ninety AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on ninety-two point one FM, W two two one EJ Binghamton, a Town Square Media station. <laughs>
1: closing out the final hour of WMBF's first news, but I'm staying right here hosting Binghamton Now today, filling in for Bob Joseph, so it's time to start getting those calls in for the 9 o'clock start.